Hi, boys and gals and non-binary pals. It's me, Phoebe Corson. Welcome back to another lovely episode of another drag queen show. This is the com- the conversational show usually between me and my co-host, you know, which, you know, obviously is Miss Sarah. <laughs> Anyways, um, we dabble a little bit into TikTok drama between Chelsea Hart and Lance Sosi in this episode. And also, um, talk about a new possible um, advertising strategy for Taco Bell. Hmm. So go ahead, relax, get a snack, whatever. Unless you're driving, please pay attention to the road. Let the show begin. Song <laughs> for our podcast. Hit my, my car, car motherfucker. motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. I hit record. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, that was a preview of our new hit song, Hit My Car, oh, Motherfucker. Which will also be our theme song for our podcast. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. I'm joined once again with my <laughs> lovely bestie. Hi. Miss Sarah. The lead singer of our hit song, Hit My Car, Motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the hype bitch. <laughs> I'm like the, uh, I'm like, I'm like the white flavor flave. That's not a, that's not really offensive, but at the same time, six times his size. And, and I white. and I love big, massive clocks that are set to four twenty. Wink, wink. <laughs> is that what his clock is set to? Yeah, actually, a lot of them are, but most of them are actually just working clocks. Oh, I never know. But he does have a few that are actually stuck on four twenty. Huh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Now I'm thinking of GGB and Snatch Game and everything. Now I'm thinking of GGB. I would hit you sensually with my big, wet smile. <laughs> or like, or like, I would, like, how would you seduce me? I would sensually walk to the thermostat and turn up the thermostat to a sensible 74. <laughs> <You know? laughs> or like, or, or if you were a frog, how would you call, how would you call to me, how would you call to me in a sexy way? Ribbit, ribbit, I am a frog, and I am calling to you, sexually. Ribbit. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, yeah, man, I do a pretty good Eartha Kitt, don't I? <laughs> voiceover work. Oh, my God. Hey, voiceover work. <laughs> okay, 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 so, so welcome yeah. back to the podcast. I'm sorry, I... This was a last-minute change, as you can see from the serial killer handwriting of the original ransom note that oh is my, my outline. This was a last-minute change. Okay. Let's see if I can read what that first thing was. I doubt it. You don't have the cipher from the Da Vinci Code. Um. <laughs> to Todrick Hall being problematic on um, Big Brother canceled <laughs> Herpes. <laughs> Give me that. Okay. I got most of it. Damn it, you've been taking classes. have <laughs> been. We've only been friends for 10 years. Hey, hey you gotta admit those new fountain pens actually are kind of improving my penmanship a little bit. They are a little bit. Okay, anyways, so. I do want to talk about that, though. Okay, I'm just gonna give you the quick bio and everything because it's like, 
if you, because like I know you and I, we've talked, well, not on the podcast, but we've talked about Todrick Hall and everything, like his expose, the number of people literally exposing him on the internet and everything about yeah. how awful of a person he actually is. And that makes me so very, very sad. And then, like, which would explain why he literally hasn't been on RuPaul's Drag Race since what season? It's been a long time. Yes. But anyways, and like he still owes even some of the big he he still owes some of the big stars that came from RuPaul's Drag Race money today. Still owes them money from doing his music videos. But at the same time, he does have enough funds and anything to go ahead and pay for uh, to pay for a gig for pay for a, we're gonna say it in a fancy way a gigolo. <laughs> Jesus. So basically, Lance went on Big Brother and literally became a who's Lance? Not Lance. Um. Todrick, sorry. Oh, sorry. Todrick, he went on Big Brother, Celebrity Big Brother, with you know, he was on the same se- season with Carson Kressley and everything. And Carson can even attest at how horrible he was as a person. <laughs> oh my god. So for- and you would think, like, I mean, it's Carson Kressley. Uh huh. Carson was was Big Brother. It not Big Brother. Sorry, Carson is RuPaul royalty. Yeah, yeah, especially now he's he's just queer icon royalty, right? Queer icon royalty, but also RuPaul royalty, mm-hmm. and yeah, and Carson Tod- Todrick owes a lot, yeah, look, to RuPaul, a lot of exposure, and you don't fuck with queer eye royalty and RuPaul royalty, and for him to go on there, if he's gonna be a bad guy and do that to Carson. That's career suicide, Yeah, buddy. and I mean, like, it's not really like he did, like, a whole lot to Carson. It's just that Carson was, like, observing the horror. He, like, basically set up people to fight against each other. And, um, okay, and I hate to say this, he kept playing the race card as the victim, but also, oh, as, but also as the instigator at the same time while playing the gay card as the victim and instigator. Shit, I hate people. Mm-mm, so, no. it's like, he literally was a problem. Like, nobody in the house liked him after this. But, anyways, we moving on to the first subject, which is something we've obviously been delaying because of the subject matter. Warning, there is a trigger warning in this little first thing that is listed on here. I had to put it on here strictly because in social media presence, like... With everything going on at this at this time right now, Ukraine is thoroughly still being invaded. Um, terrorists were just recently enacted on Russia, so things are still going as is going on. This was the news on social that broke social media for forty eight hours straight. I'm not fucking you. I'm not fucking kidding you. It literally broke social media for forty eight hours straight about between Chelsea Hart, aka Chelsea Hart is me on TikTok, and Lance Sosi, aka Modern Warrior on TikTok. About the fact that Lance actually did admit that he did commit a form of sexual assault on Chelsea and also a handful of other women. He did openly admit it, and this is after Chelsea outed him and then also also partnered up and also apparently went on to some other girls' accounts and everything who also said that he did this. And also, you know, basically, yeah. But the thing is and everything is that now, um, like... Like, and I know you and I kind of talked about it before and everything. Right. Like, Chelsea does have a history of being performative. I don't doubt, like, you know, we don't doubt that Chelsea wasn't, you know, something didn't happen right. to Chelsea. We do not doubt that. But at the same time. I, okay, yeah, so <laughs> let me let me say this. Because I kind of, when you first told me about it, uh-huh. I'm not going to lie. Because of things that have happened to me in my past, mm-hmm. when, and, and, and this is going to make me sound like a bad guy. I just go ahead. 
Um, when the whole Me Too movement came out, I, I hated to be the one that thought, I don't believe some of these women. Mm-hmm. Because, and, 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 and I'm not saying that anyone would, I would hate to think that anyone would make up a story like that. But it just seemed like it became a fad. Mm-hmm. Because one person would say it and then one person would say it. And, then, and it was just like, all of a sudden it was like a media thing. And everybody wanted to get on the media wagon. Yeah, and then like I didn't, and then and, like there were like, and, like we did notice like there were like some of those, some of those were performative. Like it's pretty odd that they have very good lighting. Everything's all perfectly right. done. It's just very odd and for something like that. So sometimes I step back and I have to look at the whole situation and be like. Don't know if I believe that. Mm-hmm. And if that makes me a bad person, that makes me a bad person. And I'm so sorry. I'm not trying to offend anyone. I'm not saying that anyone's story is mm-hmm. not true. Everyone has has a story. Everyone has the right to be believed. And I am not trying to downplay that at all. I'm just saying I take a step back and I look at all the facts. And when you first told me her story, I was like, I don't know. Yeah, and like, it's, and then yeah. you said that no, Lance Josi has come out and admitted that he coerced her into unprotected sex, mm. and that he's done it to multiple women. And yes, I agree that it's absolutely a form of sexual assault. Yeah, and like and like I said and everything, it's not that I doubt Chelsea, but at the same time, it's just that she also has a history of being performative with similar subject matter. And that, and that's that the, is wrong. And that's the other thing, too. And that, to me, it's just, it's basically bad on both fronts. I mean, like, it's bad because he did that. He did that. And he, he I mean, like, he did that. It's terrible. That is just awful. That is just awful. And any person who wants to stand up for, like, you know, men in this kind of issue and everything, this literally just, this literally just submits you know, cements the fact that, you know, yeah. it's not that, you know, even though some men aren't, the, even though it's just some men that are a problem and everything, but at the same time and everything, it's just that it's weird that's the collective norm yeah. for this to be accepting. But at the same time and everything, Chelsea being like, you know, so performative and even some of these women who she's actually used their videos calling him out and everything, they've even said, okay, told her that they need, that she needs to stop, you know. It's one thing to tell your story. Mm-hmm. Every woman has a right to tell their story in their way. Yeah. But to make it performance art mm-hmm. and to make it to get views or to make it to get likes or to make it to boost your ratings, mm-hmm. I have an issue. I'm sorry. I do. Yeah. And then also the fact is, is like the repercussions from this and everything because Lance is a big advocate for, um, like I told you, like indigenous rights and stuff like that. Indigenous rights and indigenous act, indigenous activism and everything. Um, unfortunately, because of the backlash of Chelsea's like of Chelsea's videos and everything, the backlash is is that a lot of other non problematic indigenous activists and indigenous peoples activists or first or First Nations activists and everything are getting backlash to the point to where they have to temporarily suspend their own accounts because they're being mass reported just because, like just because the one the one person who's the same type of advocate and everything who did this horrible thing to some of these people and everything obviously means 
they're all bad. <laughs> and that's like the wrong message being sent. So that's kind of why Chelsea's, that's kind of why, they're both basically in hot seats for two different reasons. For two different reasons for the same cause, basically. And people, you cannot, I don't know how many times we have got to go over this. And how many times we have to talk about this. I don't know if we've talked, I'm sure we've talked about it on the podcast, but as a people, we cannot judge a whole group of people over what one person has done. Right. That's just fucked up in its own kind of way. Elementary school kids know that, know this. Right. (laughs) And like, and also, you know what, actually, this is really fascinating too. Um, I have never seen a word be put up. For definition purposes on Urban Dictionary so fast. What word? Well, first of all, let me just say how long it took Urban Dictionary to go ahead and put up the word, the definition, and its many uses up. And keep in mind, it can sometimes take months for things to be popped up, like soaking the Mormon thing. Yeah. Like, that took, like, a few weeks to get for them to finally put it up on Urban yeah. Dictionary. This, like, happened, like, within an hour after Chelsea's first video. Okay, like, um, like she was like, like she had a line in there where it's like, now, now that's a viral TikTok sound, by the way, where it's like, I feel it deep in my womb. Well, she, she said womb, I feel it deep in my womb, Lance, but it, but how she said it and everything came out, womb lands. <laughs> and now the definition is, uh, is performative, is performative and is performative use of figurative white women tears to da 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 da. <laughs> I, I'm not joking. It's like it's literally on there. You can look oh at. Oh my god. Well, you look it up. You can look it up on the break and everything. So, but anyways, moving on to something. I just want to get that out of the way, just because like it just literally stopped the news feed on all social media for two days straight. Like that was literally all my for you page was. Literally all, even like um crap, even some of my absurd comedy people that I follow and everything. It was like what the fuck. <laughs> I need to start following more social media. I haven't been on social media in a while. And I really want to start getting back on my TikTok and posting videos that are not sad. And Well, you can go ahead and go through my following. Let's see if you see if someone hits you. But yeah. it tickles your fancy. I mostly follow a lot of comedians and, of course, some activists and a few naughty authors. I follow a lot of comedians. and I, f- I follow a lot of music. That's what I follow a lot of. And thirst traps. And, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, okay, so I also put on the outline and everything uh, that you and I literally could be, I picture you as, I kind of picture you more as a Michelle because in the conversation and everything, you kind of are a little more level-headed than I am. Yeah. And try, like, a little more level-headed than I am. And me, I'm, like, literally the wild card where you just, like, tell me, say something. <laughs> yeah. So, I guess you're the Michelle, which means you're the pretty one, and I'm Leah, which means I'm also the pretty one. I was going to say, <laughs> Leah, Leah Remini is, is beautiful. Oh, my God. Damn Scientology ruined her career. I don't for, know. For a, hot mi- for a hot minute. For a hot minute. Now but... she's back in action. <laughs> and we love her for that. But anyways, but you and I could be Michelle and Leah, and I saw some clips of when they did their bit, I think, like, when their bit on the Wendy Williams Tick, show. She is all over TikTok on these bits from Wendy Williams, and I'm like, why the fuck was I not informed <laughs> so that I could, like, find her or watch her or, well, I can't there was a, her they did I don't a, have cable anymore. All I have is Hulu, but motherfucker, why can't I not watch her? They did, I love her. They did an entire segment and everything on nothing but their nails. Like one time. Okay, that is one thing. Like they even had like a video clip of them like doing different 
daily tasks with their nails and everything. Like, that is one thing. I don't know how she does shit with those nails. Like, oh, I, I can barely do shit when my nails grow out. Oh, and I'm like, okay, I gotta get them cut. Oh, them Mich- cut. Michelle them cut. does share some tips. Michelle does share some tips. She's like this. She's like this. By the way, if you're worried about washing your, wiping your ass, first of all, you don't use your nails to clean your asshole, you idiots. And then she's like, but then she's like, but also, Fun fact, there are companies that make little things that can go on your keychain. Say you're putting your credit card in the gas pump. Ta-da, looks like a big set of tweezers. That's also for, that's also good for cleaning eyeglasses. Da-da, da-da. You drop change on the floor. Easy. Little magnets. Dun, dun, dun. It'll just leave the copper alone. So <laughs> just leave the pennies alone. So, so I mean, they're just pennies. And they're like, you know, like, that's what Leo, and Leo's just like, yeah, you know what, I'm sorry, I don't pick up anything smaller than a nickel. <laughs> and she's like, opening a Coke lit, opening a Coke can. And Michelle actually demonstrated on stage, you don't use your nail for it, you use your knuckle. <laughs> and then she's like this. Actually, so, when I moved into my apartment, uh-huh. they gave us this little thing uh-huh. that has, like, our address and stuff on it, you know? Uh-huh. That, I don't know if you're supposed to keep it or whatever. Uh-huh. I did. That's what I open my my cans with. Ah, that's why it's so, so much wear and tear. <laughs> <laughs> and it's bent perfectly. I finally got it bent perfectly, so you just slip it under and you pop it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then that's like why I don't break my nails, although well, we won't discuss that. Yeah, and then like Leah shares how she puts in con- Michelle doesn't wear contacts just because Michelle um she said and I quote she said and I quote she could never she could always put them in. But even when she didn't have nails, because there was, like, a period of time and everything where, like, a, basically, um, she was, like, kind of, like, a, in a small accident, so a bunch of her nails got broken, so she had to have them all removed. And her, so she had them all removed. I think it was, like, a hand surgery or something like that. She had to have them all removed and everything. So she had short, so she had no nails for a while and everything. She said that even without without nails and everything, she could get them in, but she couldn't get the contacts out and everything. She, she, uh, that, she, it is a pain. Yeah, she, yeah. Even with my short nails, it's a pain. Yeah, she's, like, yeah, so, so it was, she's not, like, serial killers like us and everything where we can literally poke our eye every day. Yeah. But, anyways, but, like, uh, but Leah was just like this, but I wear contacts. You know how I get my contacts out every day? And she's like, well, if you're scared about using your hands, you can actually buy little compact, little compacts that have this little remover for your contacts. That all you do is like square it up, poke it in. You'll feel a little bit of suction. Oh, fuck no. You'll just feel a little bit of suction, and you just slide the contact off your eye. And it's still a little suction cup, so you put it back in the case. Uh, I don't think I can do that. Yeah, and she's also. I just use my fingers. <laughs> yeah, and also Leah's just like this, and also apparently I think there's also Leah. She apparently did a live demonstration with her long ass nails and everything. And she's like, but if you're like me, you have nails forever. You have nails forever, and you're too vain to put on glasses and everything. Just do this. She just literally like you know, she just literally like moistened her hands with some safe solution. Just literally like just literally like pinched it out with her nails on. That's crazy because I've seen that woman's nails and they're like that long. She's like, you just. She's like, see, I'm not using my fingertips. I'm using the sides of my fingers. And she's like, also the big trick is and everything is to is that you're not supposed to actually grab it off your eye. You're supposed to move the lens off and then it comes off. Yeah, that's what I do. So you know, so anyways, although you see me with mine and everything, sometimes mine gets so stuck on there and everything. Yeah. I just literally, I have to do the pinch and grab. I have to. <laughs> but anyways, I thought I'd share with that. Also, uh, Leah's uh, remedies, uh, viral cleaning hack and everything that she says yeah. she's been doing since Tide Pods were invented and everything, where. Okay, folks, so here's what it does, and apparently a lot of people have tested this out, and it works. Is that you take a Tide Pod, or just your laundry detergent pod, 
for laundry. You got a crusty pan. Picture it. You made a big thing of uh, fettuccine Alfredo and the sauce is burnt on and stuck on there. We all know how terrible that is to clean off. Especially if your pan's not nonstick. <laughs> okay, so you fill it with water. Like your mama taught you, let it soak. But you throw in the, you throw in the laundry detergent pot. You wait a little while. You stir it up. Before you go to bed, you go to bed, you wake up in the morning. Suddenly, the grime's all gone and it slides right off. And all you just have to do is scrub it because it's laundry detergent. <laughs> and just scrub and rinse it. That's it. You're going to try this, aren't you? <laughs> I'm sitting here trying to think if like, there's a pan that's got some crud on it that I can soak. You know what you should do? You know what you should do? You should just go ahead like make macaroni or something and then mm. try it. Maybe yeah. I should. And you know, like after you get the macaroni out and everything, just let the sauce and crap just dry on there. Mm. And then try it. Like since you work nights and everything, maybe while you're at work and you come at home, like see if it worked. <laughs> and you're going to tell us in the next episode of the podcast. I don't know, but all my stuff, like, all my stuff is pretty non-stuck. Like. Ugh. But, you know, but let me know if you try it. <laughs> I will. Okay, so the next one, I thought I thought this would be interesting to you and I because we're both, you know, vampire fans. Yes. Especially, we're also Anne Rice fans. Yeah. So, good news is AMC got the green light for Interview with a Vampire, the TV series. Which should be interesting because I do like the original Interview with a the Vampire. They already released the cast. I cannot remember for the life of me who's on there, but they already released Fuck the cast. It. Ah, fuck it. She's gonna look it up. But anyways, and then, like, um, you've already seen pictures of Anne Rice's mansion, right? Um, I think so. Oh, Anne Rice's mansion, people, it's sold. It's sold. I think for, like, a, I think for, like, crap, like, you know, like, four million or something like that. <coughs> oh, anyways, her, uh, and I, I gotta tell you right now, I want her kitchen. It's just basically a tiny right. island in a giant white room. Interview with the Vampire, the Vampire Chronicles. Oh, no, that's the movie. <laughs> TV series cast. No, god damn it, I already know those people. Well, like I guess, well. I'll try this. Plot under wraps. Stars Chris Stack. Mm hmm. Callan Coleman, uh -huh. Victoria Harris. Let's see what he looks like. Oh, hello. Anyway, so the main three characters in this series have already been selected. You're pretty. And Miss Sarah's already moister than an oyster. She's <laughs> very pretty. <laughs> okay, let's go back and look at the other guy. Her her ovaries are screaming now. <laughs> She's looking at these men's headshots and going, put a oh, baby in me. She's pretty. I know. She's playing a uh, crap. Who was the little girl? The little girl that got turned into vampire net. Crap. She's basically playing that role. Yeah. Uh, Julie. No, it wasn't Julie Stiles. It was. Um, I know who you're talking about, though. Oh. Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, there you go. But I can't remember the name of the character off the head. This chick was born in 1991. Oh my god. Holy shit. She's a little... My... Older than me. 
She's older than me. <laughs> That's the story. She's older than me. She's older than both of us. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Fine, 35 with shipping and handling. <laughs> Maybe a couple of dents. <laughs> Interview with the Vampire TV show release date, cast, synopsis, and more. Ooh. Spoiler, if you read the series, you already know that, how it's going to end. They all die. Well, that was a very somber thing. <laughs> <laughs> Simply 2022, not as specific as you were hoping. Let's hope Putin doesn't derail this, right? Those looking forward to upcoming TV adaptation... In the leading role, Lewis of Game of Thrones alum Jacob Anderson with Sam Reed playing Lestat. Bailey Bass will portray Claudia and newcomer Kaylee Kaylin Coleman has been cast for an undisclosed recurring role. I think this is going to be a hit. An official synopsis for Interview with the Vampire has yet to be shared. But we can assume it will follow the same story as the book it's based on. For the most part, at least. Well, thank God it's not an HBO because they butcher shit up, don't they? Yep. Anyways, uh, so I think. Did you know, totally off topic? Uh huh. What? That you can watch on HBO. Uh huh. I make sure I have the right app. Is it HBO Max? Yes. Does it have to do with True Blood? No. Uh. A Discovery Witches? No. Uh, uh, Come on! All the Scream movies? Oh, no, but I have those. Uh, oh, the signal sucked out here. Come on, I just want to make sure I have it right. Oh, sweet mother. A 5G zone. <laughs> right? Ooh. I swear, streaming services suck. The Jetsons! The original! Okay. I don't know, I was looking it up the other day and I found it. They also have the original Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yes, but it's the Jetsons. And they also have the Flintstones. And on Paramount, you can watch Inspector Gadget. I was going through a phase. <laughs> I wanted to watch cartoons. Oh, someone else wanted to watch cartoons, animated figures moving about in the talkies? <laughs> da 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 da, Inspector Gadget. Da 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 da, da da. Someone sent you an invitation to a jewelry thing. Anyway, so where were we? Okay. So, um, I was going to talk about the next topic because. Are you for fucking real right now? Well, yes, that's the point of it. <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to pause this for a second. Hold on one second. <laughs> Sorry, we had some technical issues, so let's, we're back. Okay, so um, I mentioned this. This is, yet again, we're just basically going through the outline right now. Um, and then I started wanting to watch the Jetsons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got distracted for a whole hot minute. <laughs> we, do, we do apologize. We understand you're taking time to listen to this. But you, you know but what? You you're watch you're cartoons, listening to this is This streaming. is how our conversations go, okay? I mean, like, if we weren't recording something right now, we would have been watching the Jetsons. For God's sake. Yeah. 
We're in a car, and we're in a car, and there's... No, oh, okay, now I remember why I was looking for the Jetsons. So I'm talking to this guy who works for a certain, um... Can we save this for the break? No, it's awesome. This is how my mind works. I'm talking to this guy who works for a certain online um, shipping company... Just say Amazon. Okay, he works for Amazon. <laughs> and he works on robots. And so whenever I talk to him, I think of the robot... Rosie. ...being Rosie and dipping around through the little Amazon plant, like, pulling stuff. Okay, Mr. And... J. Exactly. <laughs> so... <laughs> you notice that Rosie the Riveter sounds like today's Harley Quinn? Huh. Well, thank you, Mr. J. Huh. It's like... Here's a weird theory. What if Harley Quinn, eventually, she dies, but her consciousness was transferred into a robot. Her her older consciousness was transferred into a robot. Therefore, she has voice of Rosie, and she gets implanted in a made robot. Except all her homicidal tendencies have been turned off. Huh. Because you gotta admit, nobody can clean like Rosie. <laughs> but what if... Like, those homicidal tendencies come back, and Rosie goes bonkers and kills the Jetsons. And then it goes all Terminator. And then we have the Terminator movies. And they come back and kill Sarah Connor. Who just happened to be Harley Quinn's (laughs) long-lost mother that she hates. We have figured out the whole meaning of the universe. There we go. Okay, moving on. Moving on. So, now we can talk about Inspector Gadget. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, so... Which is on Paramount. Okay, so anyways, um, you don't know what Folsom Street Fair is. No, because when you sent me that in the outline, I thought that said Folsom as in Folsom Prison. <laughs> Our brains do not go the same direction. Yeah, Rock'em Soccer well, was you know. in a video from Folsom Prison. That's how I read that. Yeah, so basically. <laughs> so, I, but either way, the end result. You see, my thinking was like the, the whole the, Johnny Cash and Folsom Prison video. The end result for. Okay, first of all, Rock'em Soccer is a little tiny twink gay ass <laughs> in Folsom Prison. <laughs> basically. <laughs> How the video ends is basically how the Folsom video ends, too. There's a video that got leaked. Okay, Folsom Street Fair is an annual thing. It's basically um, for uh, sex enthusiasts, basically. A bunch of people in leather and scadly clean clothes. It's basically, you can walk down the main street in um, San Francisco and everything. That's cornered off to the rest of the public and everything. But you can possibly walk by a bunch of people having a bunch of group sex. Anyways, apparently there's a video of Rock'em Sakura and literally... haven't gone there? I keep telling you how wonderful California is to visit. <laughs> Anyways, and you could be a part of it too. Also, the, also that's where uh, porn. That's also where like a uh, porn ven- like in you know, porn vendors and also uh, sex toy vendors also make a lot of money too. How are we not there? I don't know. You might meet a boyfriend who's willing to wear a leash and collar for you. Yeah, but I'm the one that wears the collar. Say it louder. <laughs> you heard it you heard it and lately how our dating life is going to be um your gender does not really matter at this point considering the lucrative amount of toys and accessories that people can come with 
<laughs> you were thinking about it. <laughs> okay, so anyways, so Rock'em Sakura was, there's a leaked video from Rock'em visiting Folsom Street Fair. Okay, and leather gear, basically, she was wearing, basically, Rock'em was wearing a harness and a jock strap and possibly a leather vest at one point, but on the receiving end of a group bukkake shower. The fuck is a bukkake shower? It's basically when a bunch of guys jizz on your face. Jesus, okay, I'm sorry I asked. After she blew them. <laughs> I don't want to go anymore. I told you, people having sex in the street. Stuff gets sprayed. <laughs> I don't want to go anymore. Oh, come on, you just come, you can join me and the other pervs and watch. Compare shop. I don't know, maybe we might both get boyfriends and everything who are really into the sort of thing and they're just bringing us along. <laughs> yeah. We're still going. <laughs> you have no choice. You showed initial initial yesness to it. You have no choice now. <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, well, someone might. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so our last little topic. I am dragging you on a vacation, so I guess I have to go with you to California now. Yay! And we'll get to that in a moment. Oh, anyways. So, um, this last little subject before we go on break and everything. Okay, so, I, this name, ha I hadn't heard this name pop up in a long time and everything, but it did. Like, it's kind of went viral on Twitter for a moment and all that stuff. Okay, so you don't know who Angeline the Billboard Queen is, right? No, I do not. Or Angeline and her very famous pink Corvette. Okay, get this. There was this girl in I the... I drive a pink Corvette. <laughs> there was this girl in the 80s... From a small town, trying to make it big in Hollywood, da da da, da was doing work as a model and stuff like that. Anyways, um, there's a, there's like a bunch of billboards. So there's like a so there's like there was like one guy in Los Angeles area who he owned the majority of the billboards, and that's how he made his fortune. Okay. So she married him. Okay. And then had him, just like on the billboards that weren't being rented out and everything, just billboards advertising her as her first name angeline just that where she wore all pink this was like this was like a cindy lopper heyday and everything so it was 80s cindy lopper heyday just pink head to toe he bought her a pink corvette all this stuff pink accessories everything da 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 to the point to where she gets a recording contract she puts out like you know a handful of songs um and that's literally how she makes her money and she still today today she still drives that same pink Corvette. Well, actually, got up, actually, she got upgraded a couple times, but she still drives a pink Corvette. And in the trunk of said pink Corvette and everything, she still has all her photos that she can autograph and stuff like that. She gets hired for parties just to show up and shit like that. This person, this lady knew how to market herself before for social media, before social media was a thing. By marrying the guy who is in charge of marketing. <laughs> But she's awesome. <laughs> she's awesome. She's like an, she's awesome. Like if you're in LA and everything, she's like an LA icon to like look out for. <laughs> Just because she did this. I'm thinking we need billboards. Yes, our podcast needs billboards, and you can contribute to the billboards by donating. A... <laughs> What's your Venmo? I <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, they should. Uh, I already made that announcement. Oh. So, uh, so we're gonna take a short break, and we'll be right back. I'm thinking you need a billboard. 
and we might be looking at the pricing for billboards. <laughs> I will be right back. <laughs> but I can talk without it on and be just fine. How about not? You know how to turn on a vibrator, you know how to turn on a microphone now. <laughs> <laughs> They're different tools that give people joy. <laughs> in different ways. Although for some people, in the same way. As we discussed when I was talking to you about Folsom. <laughs> or Folsom. Not to be confused with the prison. Although if you are tiny, gay, and presenting your asshole to random people, the outcome is the same. No matter what. <laughs> 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 in that sense that's how it's Disneyland <laughs> if we're if we're anticipating the gay sex <laughs> with troubled frustrated straight men <laughs> like, and we're moving on like in high school like me in high school when I was going through my hoe phase which we will go do an extensive podcast on our hoe phases at what, I wonder sometime. how many guys that I went to high school with are actually gay now you didn't date him, did you? God, no. Oh, I'm sure it's still straight. I didn't date anybody <laughs> I went to high school with. Oh. Although, you know, you look at them now, and some of them, how successful they are, you're thinking like... How many of them blew their professors? You're like, you know, I gotta deal with the gayness for a little while. You know, just long enough for him to finish his PhD, long for him to finish his doctoral and everything to be able to afford my Corvette. But... <laughs> I kind of looked the other way when he wanted to go with that strange man behind that back alley. <laughs> that trailer really is in the way. It really is. Should I, should I do the song? Oh. Well, no, actually, no, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Up an octave. Well, <laughs> that guy's a big, big fat dick. He's the biggest dick, dick in the whole wide world. He's a big dick. He's a giant dick. He's the biggest dick in the whole wide world. Da 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 da. He's the biggest dick. He's the biggest biggest dick. Wow. He's the biggest dick. The biggest dick in the whole wide world. Da 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 See, it's the cadence thing. It is. Well, welcome back. To our lovely podcast break from the breaks and the stuff and the the synergisms and I got a contact high because we were talking about weed a moment ago. <laughs> no, we weren't smoking it. We were talking about it and we're not thrown off with the possibility of of you know indulging. Hey, hey, it comes from nature. It does. It's natural. It is natural. The de the devil's lettuce could be our savior for our sanities. Could have said, never mind, we're not going there because it's just going to make me mad. And possibly chronic pain, and we deal with chronic pain. Mostly psychological pain, but that's a whole nother discussion. That is a whole nother that discussion. That will require two, a minimum of two pitchers of margaritas. That is true. Or a big bottle of schnapps and some, a big bottle of schnapps and some soda. And rum. With schnapps. And rum. I'm thinking like Malibu and peach schnapps. Ooh, that sounds good. No, right? And some pineapple juice. Ooh. I think we just got a cocktail. How about we just go? How about we go ahead and up the ante just a little bit and everything? Maybe maybe put some raspberry vodka. Yeah, why not? Okay, sure. Why not? Okay. Anyway, we'll call. The, and we can also add maybe like a little bit of orange juice and everything to do like a sunset effect. Or just grenadine just for the color. Like yeah, why not? Like layer in the bottom so it kind of looks like a kind of weird reverse sunset. Are you trying to become the tipsy bartender? Uh, I'm tip. I'm halfway there. I'm very tipsy. So. 
So, I do. I doodled on here. Um, I'm thinking of signing up for Willem. That's Willem Belli from RuPaul's Drag Race. Also from another podcast that, if you're listening to, it's actually a really interesting podcast, uh, Race Chaser with Alaska. Willem Belli, that Willem. I'm thinking of literally signing up for Willem's Patreon because, unfortunately, um, aside from the fact that they put bonus content on Willem's Patreon from their podcast. Uh, I'm sorry. That was sexy. Yeah, it tasted like my ex-boyfriend. Ew. <laughs> they, what the hell are these people doing? I don't know. Well. <laughs> 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 Fucking millennials. Anyway. Hey. Sorry. Thank you. I'm an elder millennial. You are an elder millennial. Thank you. Anyways. So, uh, basically, uh, I'm thinking sign up because Willem apparently has a lot of content on there from, like, exclusive content for their podcasts on there. But also, these videos, nasty videos of these Drag Race girls doing nasty things. Yeah, I don't need to see all that. Like, the video of Rock'em Soccer before it got scrubbed from the internet. <laughs> before it got scrubbed from the internet. Like, before it got scared for the internet, the, the video we just discussed about Rock'em Soccer on, on the front. See, I don't need to see all that. You can watch all that. I don't need to see oh, it all uncensored, of Oh, and uncensored episodes of her web of her web series, The Beatdown, where she gets random videos sent to her. And she just literally reads people for filth on that thing. Mostly her porn videos, where she features porn scenes in there. You go right ahead. I don't know, like basically, I basically the, when she puts them on YouTube, she has to blur everything out and everything. She's like, but you see her face go like, oh my god, what's that big? <gasps> That's a cattle prod. She's putting it. Oh, oh, and there, nothing's gonna feel right after that. <laughs> uh uh. That girl's either brave or desperate. <laughs> I can be considered both, but no. <laughs> Not cattle prod to unknown no. specified area. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> No. <laughs> Some things don't go anywhere near other things. Yeah, also Willem apparently has a compilation video of like those viral black the black uh black web dark web you, you know dark web videos or anything like, like two girls and one cop guy in a jar no. guy in a dozen eggs, Mr. Hands. I've seen all these by the way. There you are some sick people. Have a problem. No, I was a pervert, and this was—I was a pervert, and this was before the internet got censored. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> we didn't know about viruses back then. <laughs> freak show. Yeah, hey, you're a freak with me. <laughs> Not that big of a freak. There was a couple of them were kind of hot, but <laughs> anyways. But anyway, so um, I brought this up. I'm just thinking about like thinking of signing up for it just for like a month and everything. Like, so it's like going to cost me like five bucks, just so I can get all this content downloaded in my brain, and then and then I get to hear about it over and over and over again to the point oh, to where Jesus to the point to where Christ. I might divide and like a cell and mitosis myself and everything, and then I could be like with the twins from The Shining. Come listen to us, Sarah. Come listen to us. We have dirty videos to discuss with you. Dirty videos. <laughs> Which, by the way, just incidentally, for one Halloween, would you dress up as one of the Shining Twins with me? 
Yeah, why not? Okay, fine. Oh, oh, we can annoy Tanya and them. Come okay. play with us. Come play with us. We have, we have rum. And I'll be like, and schnapps. Red rum. <laughs> Red, Red rum. rum. Red rum. <laughs> Davy. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, um, this is going to segue to, so I managed to watch a recent episode of the dra- of Drag Race, the season that's on right now, season 14. Yep. Okay, and you've seen Drag Race Down Under. I know you see a couple episodes on Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, if you watch Drag Race Down Under, and if you eventually get a chance to ever catch up on the current season of Drag Race or anything, uh, just skip to their Snatch Game episodes. Okay. There's going to be comparisons, and I'm sorry, but the USA one, this is the this is the worst episode of Snatch Game ever. And that makes me sad, because Snatch Game is my favorite episode of every season. There was only one good person, and the only reason why they were so good is because they were being stupid. <laughs> Stupid. They they found a brilliant character to to vibe off of, which was they were impersonating Lil John. Um, he's the guy. He's the rapper that goes, yeah. Oh God. You know that you know that song yeah. with the you know sweating the balls in these walls. Of, yeah. Uh, I like that song by the way. Yeah, you know, you know, it's really weird. You know, it's really cool and everything. Is that like what he presents on stage and everything? Is he's completely different, behind, like behind closed doors. Really? Yeah, like actually, he like they actually got like an in personal interview with him one time and everything, like in his own home, um, in his own home. Of course, you know, he still had his dreads in and all that stuff, and um, he has still his dreads and all that stuff and everything. And of course, he does wear like uh, he does wear a grill for stage or anything, but he also does have like you know. Um, implanted teeth, implants, and everything that are gold, and you know, like that. So he does. So he does still have that look a little bit and everything. But then he's like sitting there. He's actually holding a very worldly conversation with this person and everything. And I'm just and that's and this guy has been around. What Lil John's been around since what the late '80s, early oh God, '90s. Yes. He's been in the business. He constantly gets work. He constantly gets work. He has a bunch of side, but he has like a bunch of side businesses and everything. He's a very intelligent man who found a formula to keep him you know, keep him employed, to basically keep him, you know, earning money. So he's actually very intelligent. He's actually a very intelligent guy, very intelligent guy. And actually, I would love to have a sit down conversation with him just once. (laughs) Um, But he's also, but he did what this one queen did, which was not afraid to get stupid. (laughs) I love how you say stupid. Yeah, I mean, like, I had to say it just to emphasize this point. And that's the one thing. The rest of these girls, they were trying to come, they had these wonderful character ideas, but they were trying to come up with smart jokes. One of them was doing Drew Barrymore. Oh, God. Okay, Drew Barrymore, to me, is a good character choice. But here's the problem with Drew Barrymore. One of them, one thing they she did... She is smart and intelligent and really not that funny. Yeah, but at the same time, everything, she's also brilliant because, for one thing, RuPaul personally knows Drew Barrymore. Yeah. And Drew Barrymore, as a professional actress... I believe she actually had said at one point and everything was to not when you're performing, don't be afraid to get silly. And we've seen her act in comedies and everything. She is not afraid to get silly. I mean, like especially yeah. all the Saturday Night Live appearances, she's not afraid to be stupid. Be stupid. Be stupid. Be stupid. Drew. Be the stupid version of Drew Barrymore. Um, one of them did Gwyneth Paltrow. They did a serious version of Gwyneth Paltrow. Do a stupid version of Gwyneth Paltrow. Like the fact that we all know she's a fucking bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Um, one of them, oh my god, this was a brilliant character idea. One of them did Ozzy Osbourne. And you know what they did the last half of Snatch Game? 
this bit where they were copying the person doing Gwyneth Paltrow. As Ozzy Osbourne? They were Ozzy Osbourne just copying Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow's answers. <laughs> and then like this, and like the, person, the one playing Gwyneth Paltrow is just like, look, look, they're just copying my answers and everything, and we all see how I'm doing. <laughs> this is not, and like, and yet again, RuPaul even said too, with the one who's doing Ozzy Osbourne and everything, would Ozzy actually do that? No. He's actually a sweet guy. He's actually a funny guy. Yet again, mostly all these people that these people were impersonating, RuPaul personally knows them all. And that's a good thing. But also, you know what's a good thing too? Is the fact that all these people and everything, they're not afraid to be stupid. <laughs> None of them are. Ozzy, he doesn't, Ozzy, when he's like on a situation like that, does he take himself seriously? No. <laughs> um... Someone did, um, ta someone did, uh, season one drag, drag race contestant Tammy Brown. Someone did their impersonation as Tammy Brown. Tammy is just this outrageous, like, character anyway. Like, she's the one who, like, came out that line. He's the one that came out, came out that line. Come on, Deli Tubby, teleport us to Mars. <laughs> or telling Latrice, and I used this line on you once, once too, and everything where it was like, hey, 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 if you want to sit at home butt naked and eat fried shrimps, I am here to support you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did say that. <laughs> yeah, that was a Tammy Brown line. <laughs> and, and like, um, she does like this little stupid little hand gestures, like, 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 do, 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 like that. And she's obsessed with Tina Turner. <laughs> so, Tammy is an awesome character, but the thing is with Tammy, don't take yourself seriously. I mean, literally, like, Tammy would not give you a ver give you a sensible answer when RuPaul asks questions. Tammy would take it and go way left, then right, then left, and then end up saying, "Out of this world!" <laughs> I just looked at these characters. I was just like, "These are all smart choices." The only problem is that they're trying to make them sound too smart. <laughs> so it sucked. Pretty much, actually, and on YouTube, the, uh, on YouTube, the pit stop, the um, after uh, show, the after show, and everything, where yeah. like, uh, where they get like someone to come in and they talk about the episode. Yeah. <clears throat> this one had Bianca Del Rio. Oh no! And uh, Bianca was just like this. They fucking sucked. <laughs> they all sucked, and Bianca apparently agreed. These were all smart character choices. The only problem is, except for the person. Except for the queen doing Little John, they all were trying to be smart. <laughs> and these are all people who are known to be silly. Who are known to be silly or can be silly, or they're either so serious they are silly. Like one of them did Betsy DeVos. Why do I know that name? Uh, former education secretary under oh. Trump. Oh, yeah. You know what? They could have just—they could have done Kate McKinnon from Saturday Night Live's version of Betsy DeVos and everything. That would have been hilarious. Another one did William Shakespeare. Okay, see, you remember from Rosé did Mary Queen of Scots? Yeah. Okay, see, same formula. Rosé got RuPaul laughing because here's the thing: good news, bad news is, good news is we don't have an accurate impersonation. Uh, we don't know how he actually... We don't have, like, that visual representation of how William Shakespeare acted. Right? Yeah. Which is good and bad. Good because you could set the president and make it literally anything you want. Bad because you could literally bomb it very easily. <laughs> you could bomb it very easily if you go too far or if you don't... If you either don't... If you either go too silly or not silly enough. So it's like a double-edged sword. 
They're... So what ended up happening? I mean, cause this sounds horrible. I know. Okay, so obviously Lil Jon won, and uh, Bianca Del Rio said that she hated the um, runway outfit that she chose. Because <laughs> it kind of like a costume store. But obviously Lil Jon won. And then the next episode, on the next episode of RuPaul's Drag Race, all seven of you remaining queens are in the bottom and up for elimination. But you will all have to lip sync your life. To determine who will go home in the next episode in a Lala Perusa lip sync smackdown. And then RuPaul just said, like, yeah, that's right, girls. Shit got heavy. <laughs> Damn. Was so disappointed. <laughs> and everyone else. Michelle even did this whole eight part thing of what the fuck happened? I'm trying to figure out what the fuck happened. <laughs> and even she agreed. Everyone, They were all smart choices, but they were being so serious about it. They were thinking too much. They weren't volleying. They were thinking too much. <laughs> this is why I hate improv. This is why I, can't, this is why I don't think I can do improv very well and everything, because that's the thing. You have to. I can do scripted comedy. Like, I can write my own bit and everything and then throw some stuff in there. Like nuances to be flexible and everything, but at the same time, yeah, at the same time, I can't really do like improv for like a big ass like audience on stage, and everything like a like for something like snatch game or anything. I really can't do it that. I really don't think I could do it that well, just because you know you have to be quick on yeah. your toes and stay in character, and you have to stay in character. But the trick is to not think about it, which means you have to find a character that one you can impersonate at least okay-ish, and two to where it happens effortlessly. <laughs> see, that's the, see, that's yeah. the, the trouble. That's the, the trouble and everything, which is why I personally think I could probably do Melissa McCarthy or Kathy Bates or possibly, I could possibly do Jennifer Coolidge and everything. But at the same time, these are all, these are three people that we've all seen before. <laughs> so it could get boring. <laughs> Anyways, moving on to the next subject because I know you're losing interest. I'm just tired. I know, but still, we sp you spent half an hour looking at sun visors. So <laughs> Shut up. It wasn't half an hour. <laughs> it felt like it. It was more like 15 minutes. But still, Shut up. Still a little too long, just because I mentioned we need big floppy hats. And you were just like, where can we find them? I was like, just go on Amazon, type up big floppy hats. <laughs> I did what I was told. I didn't miss that moment. <laughs> well, you now did it's not your, specify. Well, now it's on your save history. So you can look at it later. Okay, so I just heard this from Conan O'Brien's podcast and everything. Um, what is I'm gonna just gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you a short story about it and everything. But first of all, and I'm listening. Should Taco Bell directly advertise to stoners? And like I said, I think they already do. <laughs> With every fucking commercial. Yeah, you gotta admit that menu is specifically catered to people who root around the fridge after midnight looking just for whatever it's edible. Am I right? Yes. And plus, what do stoners like more than anything? Cheap Ta fucking food. Yes, that's mostly greasy and cheesy. Anyways. What do we eat when we're drunk? Oh, wait, no, we eat Whataburger. Never mind. That's because we're in Texas. And we're in Texas and we're above trash. That is a good point. <laughs> I mean, like, literally, we are like... I mean, we are bougies. We are bougie boozers. <laughs> yeah, we are bougie boozers. I mean, no matter how poor we grew up or anything, we're just like, oh, Taco Bell, ugh. That's because Taco Bell makes my stomach hurt. <laughs> or like this, or like Taco Boy, oh, no, 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 no. We're going to the Whataburger across the street. Pull it that way, Winston. Wait, you're driving. Who am I talking to? Who's Winston? 
Is your phone dying? Yes. It's dying. Quick, do CPR. <laughs> if it was a man, I'd know where to blow. <laughs> oh, wait, I probably shouldn't have done that. What? Okay, there we go. Anyways, so, um, so it oh, was... Shit. What? So Soda... <laughs> so Soda, his assistant, told a story and everything. She was like, she was like, she, she was like, she actually just said, I don't think they have to. And she's like, and like, Kona was like, please elaborate. And she said, she said her and her friends got really high one night. They pulled into a Taco Bell and just without thinking, they immediately asked, they immediately told the uh, person at the, at the window and everything, can we get 50 tacos? And apparently without blinking an eye, you know how they do the party packs? Yeah. They got, they got two of the party pack cartons and just filled them with tacos in less than five minutes. Sounds about right. Her and her two friends, three of them, got 50 tacos <laughs> in less than five minutes to talk about. And they did not blink an eye, bad an eye, nothing. They just... <laughs> and then, like, and of course, Sona said, um, of course, if they did actually advertise for stoners, then they could probably make a lot more money. <laughs> but I think everything on the Taco Bell menu... Is for a stoner. Is for stoners. But we are bougie people. Like, I would rather go eat at Taco Bueno. <laughs> Yep. Although, although I will say one thing, I do miss the Taco Bell. I do miss the Mexican pizza. I don't think I ever had that. I do, I do miss it. It was a great little. It was a great tostada thing. It was great. I liked it. But like, okay, so when I was in college, at an undisclosed location here in Texas, mm. our um uh like our quad like our student union building, which isn't there anymore. It got moved. Anyway, it's even more bougie now. <laughs> um, yeah. Had a Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. And they had chicken tacos, but it was chicken pieces instead of, like, the shredded chicken. Uh-huh. Now that shit was good. Mm. Until I ran out of my sub money. Uh-huh. And then I had to start paying for it. <laughs> and then I had to go eat in the, in the cafeteria thing. Yeah. Mm. Apparently, the- it's really good food now and not the shit that we had to eat. Although I will say anything to Doritos Locos Tacos that they have there, it's just basically like a Dorito shell with fill of taco shit. <laughs> They're pretty good. <laughs> also, their quesadillas are actually pretty good too. They, I do like their quesadillas. The from Taco Bell, yeah. The, the Taco Bell quesadillas, yeah. They put like a they put like a cream sauce in there. Yeah, too. I get it without the sauce. I mean, like it's not spicy it's or anything. Creamy jalapeno. Yeah, I mean it's really not spicy. It's actually that spicy. I mean, it ta- you can taste jalapeno, but no, you just... No, I went to Taco Bell, and we just ate breakfast, like, two hours ago. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like, you, you can taste that there's jalapenos there, but you don't taste, but you don't feel the heat. That there's no heat. It's kind of like that green sauce at, uh, Chewy's. That's actually what it tastes like, actually. We haven't been out to dinner together in forever. I like, know. dinner, dinner, like, not breakfast, but, like, dinner, dinner. I know. Okay, so... Little surprise for me, and Miss Sarah. In twenty in two thousand twenty-three, if the world doesn't go to full complete shit, we are planning on a cruise. Yes. And hopefully you will join us. Yes. But at the same time, if the world does go to shit, I have a cocktail recipe just for you. <laughs> <laughs> I no, do- but we are going on a cruise too. I know, and meanwhile, you know that girl that I got the razorback shot recipe from? We're not talking about. 
We're talking about booze. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we're we're shifting to booze because we still haven't finished planning the cruise. <laughs> but but the cruise is to the Caribbean. It's a year away, and what the Caribbean? We're going to Honduras. Oh, okay. So then the we're going to Cozumel and Honduras. And. It's okay. Mexico. We're going to Mexico. Oh, whatever. It's <laughs> out of Texas, and it's our first international vacation. Anyways, that's in 2023. Meanwhile, uh, you know what? I'm excited about it. I'm. It's a year, over a year away. I don't care. I'm still excited. Okay, fine. Whatever. So, I get to get a passport. It's over a year away. Okay, fine. Anyways, and there's, there's, I mean, like, the ship is still new and everything. They still haven't added everything on the itinerary list of theirs. No. So, let's wait until they get everything on the itinerary list, and then we can squeal around and hop around like little girls. It's got a Guy Fieri restaurant. Then let's finish until they do the itinerary, because there might be other cool stuff, and then we can hop around and squeal like little girls. Okay, fine. Also, they might update their drink package, so we won't have to spend so much. That would be nice. Yeah. I'm still going to the Guy Fieri restaurant. I know. I'm going with you, too, damn it, bitch. Because <laughs> you're also going with me to Emerald Lagasse. Dang right. <laughs> Anyways, so um, also, also, you know that Tina Tequila girl we talked about in the last podcast? Mm -hmm. She followed me back. Bye. Hey, bump. <laughs> Easy bump. Yeah, because um, I did the TikTok with uh, her Razorback shot, and I and I told her about my tweaks because that's what I had and everything. Yeah. And then I told her about, and then I like mentioned about adding it to like Dr. Pepper, like equal, like equal or a little bit more amount of Dr. Pepper, and it making a fucking awesome cocktail. She liked it, and apparently she said she tried it. And she said it was delicious. Nice. <laughs> so if you don't know what a Razorback, you're basically going to make a Razorback shot, which is the Arkansas State shot. I kind of look I, actually. What by is the, the Texas State shot? It's just a tequila shot. See, <laughs> I represent. Yes, it's just a tequila. But anyways, um, the Razorback shot consists of equal amounts of um, amaretto, amaretto, rum, vodka, and Kahlua. I switched out the vodka with vanilla vodka and the rum with Malibu, and then I added, I added about like four ounces of Dr Pepper to that. So that was like about two ounces of liquor with four ounces of soda, and it was delicious. I'm gonna have to. We, we, uh, I'm, I need some of that. I will tell. I will tell you right now. If you don't try it before, if you don't try it before vacation, I will go ahead and make a goon bag with a pre-mixed alcohol. And all we have to do is just get some Dr Pepper. Awesome. <laughs> and ice. It has to be on ice, girl. I, I'm telling you right now, it's way too strong to not have it on ice. <laughs> but as we noticed and everything with my conversation, I was on cocktail number two within an hour, and I'm sorry, my word. Yeah, you were. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> I had water burger that night too. I just shoved it in my face. <laughs> I didn't care. I just shoved it in my face. I would have been a good college girl for Arkansas State University. <laughs> I would have been a good college whore. <laughs> I was a college whore at one point. I was too. Actually, I wasn't a whore. I was just an alcoholic. Technically, I wasn't in college. I was taking college classes while in high school. I was just an alcoholic. And I looked slightly older for my actual age. Plus, I had a fake ID, so. <laughs> That's a whole other set of stories. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I know. My mom's. I'm slowly emptying the box of my mom because she's like, there's this whole honesty thing going on. I haven't talked to her in six months since the last time. Oh, <laughs> Directly. <laughs> anyway, so. Um, so, anyways, as the cruise gets planned, we will talk about. 
what we're doing. And you know what? I figure since Miss Sarah's excited about the cruise, I I'm still a little, I'm still a little tentative only because, like I said, as we speak, this is a new ship. They're still <laughs> they're still completing it. They're still completing it. Like they like they didn't even have like they don't even have like the full they didn't even have the full location on the map of where the public restrooms were going to be for like. <laughs> Yeah. For like that that sort of thing, and they had like you know like the map, the ship diagram, and everything that you could look at for like you know floor mapping and everything. They had so many open spaces on there too. We still don't know what's actually going to be on there, and actually, even the person we're booking the cruise through doesn't actually fully know either. But she, I mean, she answered a lot. She all of the questions that I had, she answered all the questions. Yeah, and yeah, so we're gonna have fun. Anyways. So, um, as we all know, the world's coming to shit, and I found two delightful topics to talk about. Well, one's kind of sad, but it's delightful. But we'll get to the delightful one first. Okay, so I saw this on a TikTok. Yeah. Okay, so, there was this girl, she had all these mini gumball machines. I figured this was, I told you about this because I thought you'd probably be into this, and I thought maybe, uh, you know what, I might make this into a cute gift idea for her one day. <laughs> But she got mini gumball machines where she puts all her medications in them, and that's how she dispenses her pills every day. <laughs> that would be a lot of fucking gumball machines for me. Which is why I think we invest. Which is why I think I would probably like invest in just one big gumball machine with like refillable plastic thingies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then that way you also get your OCD thing and organization urges out of the way, and just dispense them out for the month. Yeah. And refill them. That's probably a good idea. But you'd that have would be fun. But you'd have this gumball just like, I don't know, maybe the corner of your office. Maybe. As long as my nephew doesn't come in. <laughs> and Sarah, can I have some candy? No. No, not that candy. Nope. <laughs> nope. Can't nope. Not at all. But then again, I was also thinking and everything, there's also another girl that did that with a cereal dispenser. Too. Where she had like the little packets, yeah, and everything, and she just put them in like a cereal dispenser, and like every time she like turned a knob, it dispensed like one pre-filled packet that she did. That's cool. So that way you might be able to hide it in a cupboard. That's probably a better idea than what I have in just a big box on top of my fridge. <laughs> Anyways, I thought it was adorable, and cute, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and you might like this little girl and everything because um she's kind of a she's a she's an anime. Uh, otaku nerd, but she's so cute and she's so adorable. I can't remember her username and everything, but she's so cute. She usually wears like a bunch of colorful wigs and she does anime makeup and everything. She's so sweet. And she has all her meds like on her shelf and everything like that. And she's like, and I looked at the names of them and I was like, wait a minute, those are, wait, ADD meds? <gasps> ADD meds and AD, ADHD meds, ADD meds. And then like, I was just like, oh my God. And and she takes medication for... This girl must be protected at all costs. And she's cute and adorable. <laughs> Sounds like it. And she's a video gamer. And she's a video Aww. gamer. And she's very shy. And she has like a fursuit. So she has a fursona. She is adorable. And she must be protected. <laughs> let's find her. Yes, let's find her. We'll get fursuits. And then we can just have a little cuddle party. Okay. Yay! See, I told you furries weren't weird. <laughs> No, furry children are not weird. Furry adults, kinda. Hey, hey, some of them just literally get the fursuits or anything because they can express themselves because they're kind of afraid to do it, you know, socially without the fursuit. 
I mean, it's true. Okay. Um, and also some of them, and also a lot of them do it and everything because um, the furry community is actually kind of a, is actually a very wholesome, it's actually, it's actually very wholesome. They're kind of really tight, they're really tight knit. They're actually really tight knit and everything. And it's like, um, and like literally sometimes they just get together and everything, literally just to have a cuddle, just have cuddle sessions with each other. Okay. You know, they, they want to hug, but they don't want direct skin to skin contact sort of thing. Okay. And what's not you love about a giant talking teddy bear or dog or dragon? Okay. That kind of picture is a mix between a unicorn and a dragon. No, wait, a unicorn, a cocker spaniel, and a dragon. I just picture something like purple and pink <laughs> <laughs> with a tail. Bitch, I'm a care bear. That breathes fire. Yeah. <laughs> <Pretty much. laughs> okay, okay. Also, this is kind of sad and everything. With everything going on in the world that's going on and everything, I mean, aside from, like, you know, potential, aside from a war that could potentially bring everyone into it, but also, like, with all the legislations going on, you know, anti-gay and legislation, the stupid laws going on and all this crap... Uh, that you know, something that certain political parties really pushing, and quite literally, especially with the, um, especially with like the abortion bans and stuff like that, and the people who are writing those bills literally admitted they have no idea what they're talking about. Yeah. Like that one guy, like that one bill in Missouri and everything, which included ectopic pregnancy, and everything. The guy who, the guy who wrote the bill and everything, literally, they he was asked point blank, "Do you know what anything about ectopic pregnancies?" And he literally said, uh, "No, I do not." And these are the men that are supposed to be, quote unquote, in charge and they're like, of our bodies. And they're like, and he, she's just like, and then like they answer a question. So you don't know anything about the treatment for ectopic pregnancy. He's like, no, I do not. Okay, spoiler warning: a treatment for ectopic pregnancy, unfortunately, is evacuation of the fetus. Yeah, that is the only treatment and everything. Otherwise, because if you don't, it will kill the mother. And the baby is not viable at all. It is not viable at all. Right, it is not viable. Because what happens if that baby continues to grow, it will rupture the fallopian tube, which is where the baby is not supposed to be, mm-hmm. and it will kill the mother, mm-hmm. and the baby's already not viable. And more than likely has probably already been, de- has already passed away, but there's still cell growth occurring. And the mother's already going to lose that fallopian tube anyway. Right, so it's basically so, so it's basically it's one of the things that it has to be caught early. It has to be caught early. Has to be done and everything. But at the same time, these people, they they have in their magical mind everything that ectopic pregnancy can be saved, and it can't. No, and then uh, and, and if it's not saved, I mean, if it's not caught, that mother will be in excruciating pain. Mm-hmm. Excruciating pain. If not on the verge of death. If not on the verge of death. And then also, um, and then also, apparently these new bills or anything. Up to a 10-year felony charge. This particular one. This particular one. Up to a 10-year felony charge. Do better. And, of course, everything Governor Greg Abbott in our home state's pushing. In our home state's pushing. um, Also, the fact that it literally took... First of all, I'm going to say this. Kudos to TikTok, for one thing. For TikTok for getting this initiative done and everything. But, okay... I know you're a Disney fan. I love Disney movies too. But at the same time, unfortunately, you know that Don't Say Gay Bill from Florida? Yeah. Guess who the biggest donor was? Disney. Yeah, and then thanks to that, well, apparently thanks to TikTok and everything, quite literally, people 
like hundreds of thousands of people like literally canceling their subscriptions to Disney Plus, um, returning their Disney merch and everything and demanding a refund. Guess what the CEO is finally doing? And Stop it, backing the fucking bill? Right. And is actually apparently planning on having a meeting very soon with the with Governor DeSantis and also the and also his constituents about said bill. Quite literally showing us that if you want to make change happen, you have to hit these corporations in the pockets. <laughs> mm. But no, we have Governor Greg Abbott. And thank goodness for the federal judges that are stepping in on the whole, you know, uh, on the whole uh, trans, on the whole gender affirming surgery ban and everything. Thank goodness there are a bunch of federal judges that are stepping in saying, no, you cannot do this. This is unconstitutional. And then, like, you know, of course, and then people, you know, saying, like, and of course, people, the same, the same judges also pointing out, if you have an issue with hip, like, like, mass mandates, that is nothing HIPAA-related. This is. <laughs> so fucking sick of our state. Yeah, and... It, and, and the whole, the whole thing is, we're not going to get any better. Because in the primaries, you know who won the other side? And I'm just going to say it right now and everything. Anybody but Abbott. That's true. Let's get him but. out. Let, how about this? How about this? Let's get him out. Possibly finally flip the state and see what happens. Because we don't know what fully is going to happen or anything until it does. But we already know what's going to continue to happen if we continue how we're doing. Yeah, that's true. So it's like... So it's like you had to settle for the lesser two evils in most in the most cases. True. Unfortunately, until you get to the desired outcome you want. That's true. And unfortunately, let's see what it what it, was it Henry Kissinger who said and everything. You know what the art? You know what the true art to compromise is? Not everyone's happy. Yeah, that's true. So there. Anyways. But anyways, but in this whole world and everything, the thought people are trying to get Jenna Marbles, who was a big um big social media presence and everything to come back like she was like OG YouTube creator. Okay. Like literally it was just random fun shit on her channel with her little tiny chihuahua marbles. <laughs> she was just goof she's this goofball of a person. Like literally like Jenna Marbles and everything before she like took herself completely off of social media and internet altogether. Why? Well, because um during the whole like, you know, um during the whole woke thing when uh some creators uh pasts were being brought to light brought to light, Jenna, as an adult, brought up the fact that yes, yes, I've done some things in the past that are hurtful to certain commun or hurtful to certain communities, uh affirm stereo affirm hurtful stereotypes, that whole sort of thing. Yeah. And unfortunately, the bad thing is, is that it affected her, like, really emotionally. Mm. Really emotionally, because apparently she took a step back and everything, and she apparently looked at her influence and everything, and she realized, oh my god, I did these hurtful things and everything, and unfortunately, these were when, like, you know, the other creators and everything were literally putting every creator on blast for their action. Alice, she was one of the ones that actually was taking, you know, responsibility for what she did. Um, and she immediately removed the problem, like, you know, the problematic videos and everything. She immediately removed them, but unfortunately, people had already downloaded them and all that stuff and everything, so they're already out there. So, you know, so she went ahead, and then because, like, she felt responsible, grievously responsible and everything on her end, and also the fact of how far her influence went to and everything, 
she just decided to go ahead and just take herself off completely internet, mostly just for her own sanity. Yeah. Mostly just for her own sanity and everything, because like, because like her farewell video and everything, it was just, oh my god, it was just so gut wrenching, like, her farewell video, it was like so gut wrenching to watch and everything. It was actually, she said she literally like pointed out and everything. I had a script, I had an outline to do this and everything, just to try and keep, just so I can get my message through, but. I can't do, I just can't, I just can't. And she, like, she, like, would stop the camera, like, so many times and everything. Like, you can kind of tell that she was, like, yeah. it was very raw. <laughs> it was very raw. Um, luckily, her channel is still up. Her channel is still up, so you can still watch some of her old videos that she still has kept on there. Um, but at the same time, it's just, like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. We literally destroyed one of the most positive people in the world and quite literally one of the first like actual social media creators because then some because then some of those creators or anything they're like calling her out were calling her and some other creators out and anything like shane dawson out too um they look back at some of some other clips where she was like you know from from not youtube or from not you know instagram or whatever you know to where when she was actually like on tv she literally she literally taught she literally gave the kardashians one time like sitting in front of the Kardashians and everything, and was talking about, and was talking about how their, was talking about how the, how their appropriation on black culture was actually hurtful. And then same thing with like Asian culture, she was talking about, and also how their affluent lifestyle and everything was also was actually hurtful overall to overall overall to the chances for other women to becoming successful. She was literally talking about all this, like just point blank, just literally told them the truth about what they were doing and how how their actions are actually hurtful and how she foresees them future just hurting people if they don't change. Wow. She just literally told them point blank. And she did it very sweetfully, very sweet, very professional, very like she was, she's basically such a goofball on her YouTube channel and everything. But at the same time, she literally had like, she just showed this blank, serious side of her that no one ever saw. Don't ever believe she could have. That was very intelligent, very poignant. She was obviously, she obviously was observing what was going on in the world, and she just literally, <laughs> and then she adulted up, and then, but unfortunately, you know, all of a sudden the attacks online started happening. So, so she adulted up again, and was just basically, look, I'm just gonna pull myself out of the equation. But I think the world needs Jenna Marbles again. Sounds like it. She's like that one respite. She was like that one respite safe space on the internet to where it's just like, hey guys, you know what? I watched five minute crafts video. Let's see if we can recreate them just for fun. Just for fun. She's like, incidentally, I went to the grocery store and I spent 30 bucks on this shit. Okay, so I'm going to try it so you don't have to. <laughs> and she's like doing it and she's just like, or like she just comes up with a wacky idea. It's like, what if my head was a disco ball? And then just randomly starts gluing little mirrors on her face and then puts herself on a green screen. <laughs> Or um, she tries five minute craft DIYs or anything like the uh, like the uh, hot glue flip flops. Oh yeah. She's like she she's like okay. First of all, first of all, I've hurt myself several times just trying to make these things. It's like now we're gonna put them on my feet. Let's see if they feel. She's like this. She's like walking with them. She's like ow, ow, ow. And she's like calling her boyfriend out. Julian, Julian, get them on my feet. I get. They're stuck. They're stuck. They're stuck. <laughs> Or like, can we try that? What <laughs> the five minute craft videos? No, I'm gonna make hot glue uh, flip flops for your feet. Only if you try them on first. 
No, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna hot glue on your feet. Okay, fine, but only if you go to false, I'm gonna get jizzed on the face. No. <laughs> <laughs> then we got a problem. <laughs> Come on, let a bunch of strangers. I, I I will if you let me hot glue your feet. Okay, so you'll let a bunch of random strangers jizzle for jizzle on your face if, if you, you let, let me, me hot glue on your feet. So this is like roulette, or this is like Russian roulette for both of us. Yes. <laughs> so a few months of testing versus a few weeks of burn care. So, <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully there's a positive outcome at the end and they might find a skin donor for me and all your tests come back negative. If not, your interferon therapy is free. <laughs> How about we not do this? No, <laughs> okay. okay, so... We're gonna end. How about we make bunnies out of cotton balls? <laughs> All right, so we're gonna actually end the podcast here, but we just wanted to let you know real quick. We are getting closer to planning an actual vacation, and yes, you are gonna be with us on our journey. And it should be less windy, so we might actually be able to have a conversation on of the beach with microphones. That would be nice. Last year's did not. It was too windy, and we got go so well. and we got too blasted way too quick. Whose fault was that? Hey, I was tired after setting up the damn canopy, and then we both kind of forgot for a while because we were TikToking while drinking. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of both our faults. Maybe that should be a rule: no TikTok while drinking. Oh come on, those are the best ones. Those are the, I get the most views from those. My videos don't get shit. I drunk video you, and I get like five hundred views. Yeah, I drink like two or three things at home, and then I start, I'm going to make a TikTok. And then like all of a sudden, boom, I got views again. We are not good positive for, okay, you know, we're just going to end it here. <laughs> okay. All right, bye-bye, people. Bye. Boy, wasn't that a lovely conversation. <laughs> Anyways, uh, thanks for tuning in to another Drag Queen show with me, PB Corson. Um... Well, we will catch you next time um, for the next episode. Um, if you did like the podcast, it, if you did like, well, you know, even if you didn't like the podcast, it would be nice if, like, whatever app you're listening it through, um, you could give us a good rating, leave a nice comment, all that good stuff, share with your friends, family, you know, that second, third cousin you don't talk to, just, you know, just spam us right into the, whatever way you contact them. You know, just spam us in. Spam us! Anyways, see you next time. Bye.